Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. This is Rena, along with my co-host, John. John. We're here together. <laughs> <I'm> here. <laughs> it's been a while. Yes. So today feels like a party in the studio because we have a guest today, and I'll be introducing to you her to you to her briefly. Today's show is all about good health. And so we will be having Dr. Suzette Lanzarata of Natural Medicine. We really wanted to have this topic for you, our listeners, because your health is important. Not only is your health going to affect your quality of life, it's also going to affect your capacity to have a positive impact in the lives of other people. So I have found a tremendous resource in Dr. Lanzarata. She has 35 years in chiropractic and natural medicine. So Dr. Lanzarata, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yay, we are delighted to have you, and I know you really are a wealth of information, so we're going to have some really great opportunities to get some specific ideas and tips for our listeners. Before we jump into that, I'd love for them to have an opportunity to get to know you, as I have. So let's start. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and about what you do. Well, I am a chiropractor. I'm a licensed chiropractor in the state of California, and I have been for the last 35 years. And I raised four children, and I have four grandchildren. And as a part of raising children, I began exploring uh, complementary medicine, things like homeopathy and nutrition. So they were like your first trial patients? Yes, they were. (laughs) And I was very privileged because I had real patients and children at the same time. So I got to practice and get um, more accomplished much quicker than most. So I have been practicing homeopathy and nutrition for the last 30-plus years also. So for our our listeners, why don't you tell us what homeopathy is? So homeopathy is a system of medicine that was developed in Germany about 250 years ago, and it uses uh, ingredients that are in your own lives, things like uh, apis is uh, the honeybee, and arnica is a form of daisy that comes out of the mountains, and hypericum, which is uh, St. John's wort, that type of thing. And they're produced into little um, minute doses of pharmaceutical medicine that treat all kinds of um, ailments, things from allergies and asthma to bee stings and bumps and bruises. I mean, you, you name it, flus, coughs, colds, you name it. It's fun, but it's natural, safe for animals, children, and families. Very different than pharmaceuticals and such. Very, very different than pharmaceuticals. Plus, it's safe for for moms to do at home. Nice, nice. So maybe you could describe for us what's the difference between Western, like traditional medicine, and more of a natural medicine approach? Um, My interpretation of it is uh, that neither one should be excluded Nice. So you're seeing some benefits in both. It doesn't it's, have to be either or. They And the new terminology is more complementary, and I believe complementary is a nice way to integrate the two pieces. So I use nutrition and homeopathy in, con- in conjunction with people who are using uh, traditional Western medicine, and primarily because I know what I do is safe mm-hmm. to integrate in. So you're not going to ask a patient to leave their primary care physician to work with you? Never. Nice. That's nice. Mm -hmm. I like that. I send them back. Good. (laughs) Good. So how did you get started in this? What what got you going? Um, I guess uh, I'm a a person of service. That's my passion, right? Okay. To be in service. And started when I was a child listening to old folks on a park bench. We were lonely. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and now I listen to patients tell me their <laughs> issues in life, and I have been my whole life. So <laughs> I guess that when you're in service and you come in to be in service, you just are. So this was my my path, chosen path. And you, Did you just stumble across it, or were you drawn to it for the physical aspect? Uh, actually, my dad is a chiropractor. Okay. So it was a no-brainer. It's what I was raised with. And my mom is an amazing natural medicine person probably knows more than my dad ever did. Mm-hmm. And okay. so 
I just sort of ended up following in, in, unintentionally into footsteps. In their footsteps. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So I know that what you do is, is much more of a holistic approach. And, and I know you've told me before, and you could tell, tell the listeners, there's just not just the physical body, but um, emotional and other components as well. Right. One of the uh, aspects of homeopathy that I that I really resonate well with is the triad of health and recognizing that to be a whole person, uh, your health starts spiritually, and then there's the mental and emotional health, and then the physical health. So it really, uh, health travels along that pathway. So That's neat. Last week I had a show on self-care, and, and I really highlighted that there are those different components. So if we're focusing solely on our body and neglecting, like you say, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, it, it's going to be off balance because they're, they're all interrelated, right? That's correct. And all aspects of your being need to be healthy in order to be the force in life that you would like to become or you are. That's beautiful. That's awesome. I know you help with a wide variety of things. What what types of things do you help patients with? Well, from a chiropractic standpoint, I do everything from uh, babies, sports medicine, <laughs> back pain, <laughs> you name it, anything <laughs> on the physical plane. Uh, homeopathy, I work with everything from allergies, asthma, to emotional issues. And nutritionally, I do everything from anti-aging, autoimmune to uh, health and hormones, healthy hormones. So I, I, I have one of those crazy, almost primary care practice type feels because I, if you walk in, if I can't help you, I will refer you to the appropriate practitioner. Nice. Because there's things that I can't handle or that should be handled in combination with a medical doctor. Like that complimentary you were talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's neat. John and I were just in conversation this morning talking about aging and how I'm really seeing so many people losing their mobility. And it, it's, I'm wondering, what do you suggest for people um, as they're aging? What should they do to take care of their bodies to make sure that as they're older or when they are older, they've got the skills and abilities that they want to maintain? Well, mobility is a primary issue. And starting with very simple things like stretches and integrating it into your daily routines. Most people are very busy mm-hmm. and they don't find time to stretch. So I try to add stretches into things they're already doing. Like putting away the groceries? Like putting, taking a shower in the morning. You uh-huh. can do neck mobility exercises in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting and watching television, your news in the evening. Stretching while you're sitting in a chair. Um, balance is a big issue as we get older we lose balance and when you're washing dishes or you're getting out of the shower standing on one leg and drawing a foot elevated instead of putting it down on the shower or down on the toilet it's it's just incorporating things that will maintain mobility and stability mm-hmm. into already present activities so you don't feel like you're having to make time and then as you get older and you retire, then your health becomes your full-time job. That sounds so practical. It I is. love those. Like who, who has an excuse for not integrating something like that into what they're already doing? Yes. That's yeah. neat. How do you like Tai Chi? Totally I, off the wall. Though. I love Tai Chi. I think it's a, a, an amazing um, form of strength and balance, mobility mm-hmm. op- options. And I encourage people to find that particular exercise that isn't an exercise because it's something they really enjoy. So for some people, it'll be dancing. Mm-hmm. For other people, it'll be yoga. For some people, it'll be Tai Chi. And then there's really active things like bicycling and walking. Nice. I just integrated Tai Chi into my own personal routine in January. And I'm 47. And I thought, you know, maybe I should just make this a lifelong practice because I think I'll be glad when I'm 60, 70, 80. Yes. Yeah. And Tai Chi has seated um, series. Nice. So, so that's an option for people. And um, we'll be heading into a break soon. Uh, before that, maybe, or maybe when we come back from break, you could consider how people can, what can they do to start to rebuild their, their strength, their balance um, once it's lost? I like the idea of being able to sit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll let you marinate on that. I wanted to give... 
uh, listeners an opportunity to call in with their specific questions uh, regarding natural medicine and chiropractic since you're here. It's such a, okay. a wealth of information. So y'all can take advantage of it by calling in to the station at 866-576-1055. That's 866-576-1055. As we head into a break, would love for you to stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Except that we're not really ready to go to a break. I was following the clock. <laughs> that means that you have time to talk to us about rebuilding strength um, after people have lost it, their mobility as you know, as they've gotten up in age and kind of maybe let it go. Do you have any suggestions? So remember that you are not um, your 20-year-old self, and you have to start in little baby steps. Don't That's go ballistic. F- don't go ballistics because you don't want to go three steps forward and four steps back. Ooh. And that's often what happens. And the second thing is to do things small. Like if you're not able to be mobile and walking, again, starting in that ch- in chair postures, there's all kinds of things that you can do in a chair with your arms, with your neck, with your back. Awesome. And start building and then strength getting in and out of a chair. And that is going to start rebuilding that people can start building on when they're able to do those things standing. Yes. I love that. Okay. Well, now let's go to a break. And when we'll come back, you'll hear more from Dr. Lanzarata of Natural Medicine. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. We are talking today with Dr. Lancelotta, and I think you have more questions and more interviews for her Yay. today, Rena. Dr. Lancerata, whom I affectionately call Dr. L. <laughs> Safe. Yeah. <laughs> what is your very favoriteest thing to deal with in your I, practice? I don't necessarily have a favoritist thing because I you can't really do that it's like having a favorite child right oh. can't do that okay so what I would say is uh, the blend of working with folks who are really committed to getting healthier and are committed to doing the process because if you've let your health go it requires work real serious commitment to make a change and we are human beings, and we fall off the wagon, and we've got to pick ourselves up and get back to it. So my favorite thing is to work with folks who are really committed to being the healthiest person they can be. I like how you say, you know, we're all, you know, we fall off the wagon, and nobody's going to be perfect. It sounds to me like you're not the type of doctor to implement shame as a tool to, for compliance. Never. <laughs> yeah. Listen and validate. Nice. And then we negotiate. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, because I know you can be a little stern, too. So... (laughs) Negotiationally stern. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That's great. Uh, You and I were talking the other week, and you mentioned that you really like things that are challenging. Can you tell us about that? (laughs) Well, it's because of what I do in nutritionally, uh, frequently the type of individual who comes in has been through the Western medicine gamut of diagnostics, and they are not getting results. And I'm referring to things like autoimmune disorders that are becoming more and more frequently a part of our family and personal lives. What, what, what are examples of autoimmune for uh, folks who don't fibromyalgia, know? Fibromyalgia. Okay. Uh, environmental sensitivities. Um, 
lupus, lupus, um, rheumatoid arthritis, scleroderma. There's a lot. Sjogren's. There's so many. Okay. Cancer falls into that, by the way. But probably just simply fibromyalgia and really a a lot of environmental sensitivities. People can't be around cleaners and carpets and new places, in new places where there's outgassing. And working with those individuals, it's complicated. Those are not things that Western medicine has an answer for. They They have facilitators to mitigate symptoms, but they don't have resolution. So those are the kind of people who end up in my office. So you're actually getting to like a root cause? Yes, for stuff that Western medicine really can't fix. Correct. That's huge. I mean, it is these huge. things really impact people's lives in a major way. Yes, they do. And you yes. like a good challenge. I'm good. I'm up for a good challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciated how it, our problem that we brought to you was probably relatively simple from your perspective. Um, for the listeners' benefit, we brought our son, who's a teenager, was having a problem sleeping, and brought him to Doctor L. And, of course, the first thing that comes up, he's been on on an antibiotic to treat acne for over a year. And for you, it was just, like, simple. You're like, oh, well, of course, that's the gut flora that affects the the brain and the GABA to shut down the brain at night. And so here, boom, boom, boom. And, like, now he's sleeping. I'm like, wow, that was amazing from my perspective. Yes. Thank you for helping my teenager who is at the end of his rope. Right. (laughs) And, And I just really got a sense for how... You understand the complexities, that how things are working together that I think a lot of times people compartmentalize. That's right. So from a homeopathic and a functional medicine, and I practice functional medicine nutrition, and that's my, uh, my, uh, my passion, actually, and also my expertise. It's understanding how the parts of the body function together and what aspects of the body influence influences physiology somewhere else in the body. So understanding the gut's influence on hormones, on women's hormones, on your brain health and how your brain chemistry influences your hormones. I mean, how your blood sugar is influenced by um, digestion and thyroid. You know, it's all of the... That old song, um, the foot bones connected to the ankle bone, <laughs> is absolutely 100% correct. We are completely connected. There are, there's nothing compartmentalized, nothing segmented. Everything is connected in some way, shape, or form. That's amazing. So not only the different systems of the body, but the, the mental, the emotional, everything. Yes. Everything's playing out yes. and affecting. I, I had a patient in last week um, that has lost all of her hair and is she brought her husband in and and it was an interesting circumstance because i realized some of the root of the whole hair loss is in her deep anger and she's very very angry and feels neglected and unheard and losing the hair has been a part of that process and so how do we reverse the hair loss as well as deal with um, anger issues. So, so you can't really deal with the hair loss without addressing the anger That's effectively. Correct. Yes. Right? And so I recommended counseling and seeing counselors and psychiatrists. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you, over the years, you've probably developed a variety of professionals to refer out to. Some. Mm-hmm. Some. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So something I know people are dealing with a lot right now is seasonal allergies. What what can you say about that, and what can people do to help? So the fun part of seasonal allergies, and I had this come up this morning with uh, one of my patients. I said, so how are you eating? And she said, well, okay. I said, are you still doing that? She was losing weight last month, and she was on a very careful diet mm-hmm. and doing a program, and she was eating very healthy, and she was feeling great. And and so my first question, are you still eating as carefully as you were a month ago? And she said, no. Mm-hmm. Off I the s- wagon. Got it. Off the wagon. <laughs> I said, so let me explain. If you're not eating well and your gut isn't working well, then you're going to have more allergies. So if we clean up your foods, uh, we'll help your allergies, number one. So food sensitivities create inflammatory conditions that increased increase your seasonal allergies. And is that based on the individual food allergies, right? Yeah, food sensitivities. sensitivities. I don't use the word allergies because medical doctors get upset because it's not anaphylaxis. It's just an intolerance. Excellent. 
So gut health is probably the most important thing that anyone starts with when they're trying to be healthy and on any level. But for seasonal allergies, in, you know, using probiotics and using the right kinds of probiotics along with cleaning up dietary uh, things like too much sugar okay. is a big one. Fascinating. Too okay. many carbohydrates. So if you're eating, you know, you eat a lot of bread and pasta and fast foods that have a lot of high-carb content. hmm then you're going to have more sugar in your gut, more yeast, more inflammation, more allergies. Well, you just described a, a large portion of the standard American diet. I did. Yeah. Very yeah. Know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just simply, um, I don't mean simply, uh, one of the components would be to kind of mm. clean up the diet, less sugar, less carbs, and that'll yes. help. And take a probiotic. Yes. I hear you saying. Yes. Would you recommend that people take an allergy test or a sensitivity test to find out? Food testing? If you're healthy, um, the IgGs, we can do a serum test that is very helpful. Absolutely. And I don't usually recommend those till people have done some detoxification. And the reason I do that is because most people are so inflammatory that if I run a 96-food panel uh, like 80 things will come up as an wow. inflammatory or okay. sensitivities. So once we clear the system, we can get a very accurate read. And so people who've been working three, six months on cleaning up and they're still finding their, their diets too restricted, I use those kinds of tests frequently to um, allow them more food, to- food choices because we actually go in and ask their body what they're sensitive to. And that really does help for people who have been on very restricted diets for a long time. Yeah. I bet they would appreciate that, kind of opening up some options again. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So rather than do it up front, I prefer to do further down into the into the program. Okay. So working with you is a process. I it hear. is. It is a process. Food diary. All my patients, I have them bring a food diary on. Yep. Because I can look at their foods and frequently know what their food sensitivities are. Hmm. Oh, fascinating. Is that just based on experience of, you know, what common ones are, or you see their symptoms and what they're eating and see the connection? Actually, I can see the consistency of foods in a diet. And frequently, if we're eating a lot of something, mm-hmm. we often have a sensitivity to it. Hmm. We often crave what, what's not good for us. Interesting. <laughs> oh, why is that? You no. would think the human body wouldn't do that, but it, the brain is a very complicated <laughs> chemical process. So we go, don't. <laughs> That's funny. Awesome. So I know regarding probiotics, so we learned a lot just sitting in your office for however long we were there with you and our son. And I remember about the probiotic, I was very surprised to hear that over-the-counter probiotics, um, I want to be generous and say have limited effect. Yes. But actually what I heard you say is it's dead by the time it gets where it needs to go. So, And it's not what you buy in a capsule. It's the I don't want to use product names. It's the products that you use that come in a whey protein base. So things like yogurt. um, Okay. Things that have probiotics included in them, but in a protein base. Okay. Interesting. And we can talk about how protein impacts um, live culture in the stomach. Yeah. And as it, it just doesn't get down into the intestinal. You have to get probiotics into your large intestine for them to be of value. Okay. And in digestion, what happens is it's too acidic, and um, it breaks down and kills a lot of the flora before it hits the large intestine. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know you have some excellent resources. If a person's willing to come into the office and, and consult with you and, and, and work with you, you've got a lot of really great resources for high-quality supplements. And you've done, from what you're telling me, a, a lot of research to know the quality right. of those versus some of the over-counter, other-counter that can vary a lot in their quality. That's correct. I yeah. spend a lot of time picking and choosing high quality as as reasonably priced a product as I can find for my patients. That's awesome. So <laughs> when we come back, um, before we leave the show, we'll certainly give listeners the way to reach you. And I wanted to let listeners know if you want to call in with any questions, you can call 866-576-1055. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if you could have an experience of a lifetime this year? Something that goes beyond mundane. It's not a vacation. It's an opportunity you won't soon forget. 
A timely and important expedition to the land of Israel awaits you. Make plans now for the Stand with Israel tour happening this fall. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on a nine-day trip to Israel that will offer you firsthand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll introduce you to the geopolitical, economic, and security dynamics of a truly remarkable nation. Get a behind-the-scenes view into many of the places you've read and heard about all during Jerusalem's 50th year anniversary. The Western Wall, Modern Tel Aviv, the Dead Sea, and much more with expert guides and important lectures at key sites surrounded in the comfort and safety of first-class accommodations. Look forward to something special this year. Stand with Israel. For trip details, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. This is Rob Warner with Guild Mortgage Company. If this is the year for you to buy your first home or move up to your dream home, rates are incredible right now. And there's many different options to meet your needs. You can call me seven days a week or check out my webpage anytime. Give me a call now at 916-932-0265. That's 916-932-0265. Or find me at robwarnerhomeloans.com. NMLS number 825102. Guild Mortgage Company, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS number 3274. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Folks, Varen Larson for Big Mountain Heating and Air, Solar, Windows, and Insulation. When you decide to replace your old heating and air system in many ways, you're choosing approximately 50% of your gas and electric bill for 20 years or more. And that's because approximately half of the annual home utility bill in Sacramento comes from turning on your furnace and air conditioner. Your savings could be approximately approximately $16,000 in utility costs during that period with Big Mountain's unique 2-kilowatt solar furnace or AC package and get it for less than $13 a month out of pocket. And you'll be eligible for a $3,000 federal tax credit, too. This system could make the cost of running your air conditioner over the next 20 years almost free. Big Mountain's unique solar furnace or AC package includes tax and installation. For a free design quote, go to BigMountainAir.com or call 378-4616. It's BigMountainAir.com or 378-4616. If you own a business or professional practice, your divorce trial demands precision and tact. The attorneys at Forrester Purcell Stoll know your case. You want straight talk, no attitude, real-world counseling. Neil Forrester, Matt Purcell, and Michelle Stoll are certified family law specialists. They bring vital experience for navigating technically complex business valuation issues. Let Forrester Purcell Stoll protect what you've built, safeguard your legacy, and help you move on. Learn more at ForresterPurcell.com. Did you know that every dollar you put into a piece of real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate doubles in value about every 20 years. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. We pay almost no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. These are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how, attend one of our free workshops. Call 866-971-8970 or go to 5wayswemakemoney.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to 5wayswemakemoney.com. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. You're listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5. Know your impact. Make it great. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. 
Today we have Dr. Lenza Rada with us, and if you would like to get in touch with her, um, you can call us on the show today if you would like to at one at eight six six five seven six one zero five five. Or if you'd rather just contact her directly, you can contact her by going to her website at drlanzarotta.com. That's D-R-L-A-N-Z-A-R-O-T-T-A dot C-O-M. And she has a, you have a scheduling tool there where people can sign up for a consultation. Yes, and I actually have um, a 15-minute through the show. If you call and say you listen today, you can get a 15-minute consult at no charge. That's a fantastic deal. You can work miracles in 15 minutes. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be great because people will know if it's a good fit for moving forward. And so. that's why I will do that because I, I really think that we become partners. Part of functional medicine is a partnership. Mm-hmm. And if we can't work together, it doesn't feel right, then you shouldn't put the money. You should put your money where it's going to be a value to you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I know you tend to... Uh, under promise. I don't know if you under promise, but you certainly over deliver. You really <laughs> do a very thorough job with your patients. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it would be great to talk about diabetes. I know so many people are dealing with it, and I'm wondering what do you have to say about diabetes? Diabetes is a, a, a huge topic and, and a really, really important because it's one of the fastest growing disorders in our culture in the United States. Uh, type 1, there are two types, type 1 and type 2. And actually, they are now identifying autoimmune disorders as a type 3 diabetes, by the way, because blood sugar impacts your immune health so much. Type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune dysfunction mm-hmm. with the pancreas and the beta cells and the pancreas die. Right. Type 2 is acquired but can become insulin de- de- um, dependent, obviously. But it is the one thing in our culture that we have the most power over changing. We do have genetic predisposition. I mean, that is um, something to overcome. And I work with folks who, you know, everybody in their family has diabetes but them, and they're really having to work hard dietarily in order to maintain um, that status. But That shows what power people have over it, that like everybody else in their family has it, and they don't, and they're having to be really deliberate about keeping it that way. Exactly, because genetics do matter. If okay. it's in your genetic profile, you know, you can turn that gene on with indiscretions of diet specifically. Okay. So the combination of diet and exercise, and, and it's going to be different. So if you're a vegetarian, it's a, a very clean vegetarian diet. If mm-hmm. you're vegan, it's a very clean mm-hmm. vegan diet, making sure that you're getting your proteins mm-hmm. and then supplementing, especially with vegetarians and vegans, it's important to supplement with the right nutrients because you're not going to get, there are some things you're not going to get uh, supplementally in your diet. And that's something that you really seem to me to specialize in is identifying which supplements a person needs based on everything about them. Yes. Take the whole picture and and give them very specific recommendations versus the shotgun approach, which was what most people seem to do, just, you know, grab stuff off the shelf. Oh, I heard I should have some of that. Yes. And, and, And what I hope to do is to save you money. Honestly, because number one, food is medicine. So if you're eating healthfully, you're going to need less supplemental. Although as we get older, we do need more supplementation. If you're eating organic, you need less supplementation. Interesting. If you're eating whole foods, you need less supplementation. I mean, that's the whole thing. So think of food as medicine and what you put in your body. I mean, your body is a temple. You know, treat it as such. You're not a garbage disposal. Mm. So eating healthfully is a very important way to start your health. If you, you... I don't care what the advertisers say. You can't take a pill to offset bad eating habits. Mm -hmm. There isn't anything out there, honestly, that's going to change your health. And immune health is really food dependent. So um, diabetes is a food-driven disorder. So what we said earlier about autoimmune and allergies applies. it, It all comes back to the same thing, which is... Finding a diet that works for you, and mm-hmm. I tend to tailor diets to the individual. There isn't any single diet right. that works for everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the books say, you know. So <laughs> everybody's got a book that says something, right? Exactly. <laughs> but it, you know, and it worked for my friend, but it didn't work for me. I don't understand. And I said that's, that's normal, because right? your body and your genetics are different than your friends. It, yeah. They're different than your sister. They're different than your mother. So what we have to do is to identify what your body needs Mm -hmm. specifically. And so you can, how often can you help somebody 
reverse the diabetes, at least to get off of the insulin. In type 2 diabetes? Yes. Very specific. 99% of the time. Oh, 99% of the time. Like, really, like 99% of the people out there don't have to be Mm -hmm. living that way. That's Not on medication. Yeah, not on medication. But it's hard work, folks. It is. And we are creatures of habit. And we tend to be human beings, tend to be a little on the lazy side. Okay. It's always easier to pick it up if it isn't prepared for you. Pick it up on the way through, eat in our cars, not prepare whole meals. Yeah. Well, it's a challenge because it's kind of counter what our culture is, what the norm is in our culture. That's correct. For eating. Yes, we're a fast food society. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So you can really be of service when it comes to diabetes. Yes. How about fibromyalgia? You'd mentioned before that that's not something that that the Western medicine cures. It's just something that they kind of deal with the symptoms as much as possible. And what I've seen is pretty limited. Right. And it's, it's very, very common. And again, it is an autoimmune disorder. And therefore, uh, I, and for me, everything goes back to the basics of diet, nutrition, and digestion. Okay. Uh, the components that really make a difference for fibromyalgia patients is finding their food sensitivities, number one. Okay. Uh, eliminating food intolerances and food sensitivities. Things, oftentimes it's alcohol and sugar. Okay. So could somebody be on what looks like a pretty healthy diet and still be having a sensitivity that's causing that, that major yes. problem? Wow. Because frequently what we do is we replace... Wheat gluten is the most, because that's the, that's the buzzword. Yes, you know, you very know, popular. Wheat belly, <laughs> the book on wheat belly, which is excellent, by the way. It's just, <laughs> but we go out and we replace it with Udi's bread. Well, frequently what happens if you've been eating bread and pasta your whole life and you've been eating it with corn and sorghum and tapioca and other ingredients to foods, those foods end up being tagged chemically in the body like it's wheat and gluten. So we end up with what there's a term we call cross-tagging. We end up with things that would seemingly be healthy for us aren't. They're now identified by the body as an invader and also create an immune response. So the components for fibromyalgia are food sensitivities and and intolerances, um, avoiding sugar alcohol frequently, movement, gentle movement, staying Mm -hmm. mobile, Mm -hmm. things like yoga, swimming, things that are uh, Mm non-impact, dealing with stress and stressors because stress is such a huge component in any autoimmune disorder. How is that? Can you just briefly describe the relationship between stress and and the effect of the, you know, the fibromyalgia? So stress, when you are under stress, your body goes into a fight or flight response. That response is an adrenal response. That's what you're in, where your endorphin, endorphins come. Your adrenal glands live on top of your kidneys. They're little tiny mm, pea-sized to peanut-sized. There's something somewhere in that neighborhood. But they live on top of your kidneys. And they produce and influence your metabolism, your ability to get up and run when you're in danger, and your ability to rest at night. So one of the complaints that uh, fibromyalgia patients have is that they don't sleep well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And often sleep is related to adrenal dysfunction, fibromyalgia. Oftentimes people get to a place of having an autoimmune disease such as fibromyalgia due to adrenal stress. So getting your adrenals health, healthy again is part of that component. Resting well is a part of adrenal health. Mm-hmm. It can also be thyroid-driven, by the way. Wow. It's uh, really starting to see the nuances and the connections Yes, there. And that's why it's really one-on-one and nothing. You can't just kind of hit the side of the wall with a program and figure you're going to get most of the people. (laughs) (laughs) Or a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're talking about food sensitivities, which would just vary widely by individual. Yes, they do vary widely. That, That makes a lot of sense. So you mentioned about adrenals. What about adrenal fatigue? So adrenal fatigue, if you're a woman (laughs) of any age. Okay. And I say that of any age because I'm starting to see it in teens. Wow. And I have come to realize that if you were under adrenal fatigue when you were pregnant, let's say you were going through a major crisis when you were pregnant with your child, Mm -hmm. then you may not have provided the adrenal um, function for your 
infant in you know your your soon to be newborn child and so teenagers which are under an incredible amount of stress based on their lifestyles and education requirements and their busy lives so i'm seeing lots of young women and men with adrenal fatigue but sleep becomes that's usually what people come in with is sleep issues and often it's adrenal fatigue that i'm dealing with interesting so what does it take to address uh, the adrenal fatigue uh, looking at the whole person, addressing their stress, um, addressing their nutritional deficiencies, and looking at brain chemistry and adrenal health. So adrenals need B-complexes, very specific B-complexes to, to heal. Mm-hmm. But if you don't deal with the stressors and the brain chemistry issues, then you're not going to be complete, completely successful. Interesting. I'm really seeing the interconnectedness of the, you know, the the gut flora, the 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 adrenals, the gland function, gland function, sleep, stress, and and then it and then it's got to kind of start building on itself, right? Yes, it's like a big old onion. Yeah. Okay. Or and, a ball of of yarn that's been rolled. And and you just you untangle it and you or you peel back the layers. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cool. We need to go to a break. So you're listening to the Impact Hour. We will be right back. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. You are listening to The Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live a life rich in meaning and significance. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today has been just delightful having Dr. Lanzaretta of of uh, Natural Medicine with us. Your office is located in Rockland. Yes, it is. And how can people get a hold of you if they're interested in uh, that? Because you mentioned like a free 15-minute consultation for folks who listen to the show. Yes. So if you are internet savvy and you'd like to find me online, I'm at drlanzarata.com. That's D-R-L-A-N-Z as in zebra, A-R-O, T as in Tom, T as in Tom, A.com. <laughs> and or you can call me if you're not internet savvy. I can be reached at 530 uh, and I'm very conveniently located off of I-80 in the Target Shopping Center at Sierra College. So I have a lovely little office in there. You do. It's a, it's a lovely, it's the W Salon Suites. Yes. And a very nice setting. And what I found in working with you, Dr. L, is that it, it's very comfortable and you really give a lot of your attention. I didn't feel rushed. I felt like you were very concerned and very thorough. Thank you. I, I, it, it matters to me mm-hmm. that you uh, feel better, that your life is better. It matters to me. I think about people 24-7. I'm on duty, <laughs> whether it's walking down the street watching um, how people are walking and if their hip is out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or they've got a back problem or I'm working with you and I'm thinking, okay, we have an odd set of symptoms. Your doctor can't quite figure it out, and he just wants to give you a pill, and it doesn't feel good to you. You want to know why this is happening and what can we do to repair it. So where is it coming from, and how do we move forward and make the correction so your body can heal? That's awesome. That's great. So people can reach out to you for a consultation, see if you're a great fit for them. Yes. Love that. And, John, you had a really neat idea for something for Dr. Lancerata to talk about. Yeah, we wanted you to share. So a lot of folks out there think that as long as they're not sick, then health-wise they're good. 
But I imagine you probably have a pretty different view about that. I do. (laughs) I really have a different view. And, And the reason is I have worked so long in this field. When people feel good, they are proactive in their life. They're able to pursue their passions. They are happy in their lives. They are interactive with their families, their communities, their service um, organizations. And it really does matter how you feel. And most people don't realize that not feeling good sneaks up. It's sort of this slow, progressive, insidious onset. So we don't even realize we're losing mobility. You know, it just suddenly one day we get up and we go, I can't turn my head to the left. I can't look over my shoulder to drive. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't feel good today. Yeah. My energy's off. I'm tired. We're reaching for a chocolate and a cup of coffee at 3 o'clock. Right. We go to bed and we get to sleep, but then we wake up and we're awake in the middle of the night. And the next morning we just don't wake up feeling arrested. And, and, the, and you don't realize that it's impacting your passions, your pursuits, your, your career, your, your inter- interaction, your engagement with your children. Um, I'm more irritable. I'm short-tempered, and I yell when I would not normally yell. You know, those are signs and symptoms of I just don't feel good, but we presume it's just I'm having a bad day or I'm just a little irritable. Or, but in well, reality, it becomes the norm, right? And it becomes the, the norm. norm. Yeah. It becomes the new norm. So if because I happen to see people on the other end of that spectrum, I know what potential people have for being whole and healthy in their lives. And so it, it drives me to help people find that place. And for each person, it's going to be different. If you're a type A personality, it means you're going to be able to pursue a million things at once and multitask and do your thing. And not that I don't think that's particularly healthy anymore as a type A personality myself, but I have deep respect for type Bs who just want to get up and have a good day and cruise through their day, you know, that type of thing. You just want to feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to have healthy relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how limiting it would be. But I like what you say about it's kind of an insidious onset. So you're not noticing the change as it occurs. And at the same time, it's it's affecting the quality of life. Yes. And, boom, and, and we, we have grown to become accustomed, and I'll be gross, and say that we have gas. You know, that we get bloating after eating or we get heartburn and it's normal because we ate Mexican food and and or we get four colds a year. It's not normal. It's not normal to wake up with a headache. It's not normal to have a headache at the Mm. end in the afternoon. Um, It's not normal to have extreme body odor or um, there's to be constipated to not be able to sleep or not to be able to sleep. That's not normal. It's not normal. Honest. Yeah. And if you go to your doctor, sometimes they're just impatient. They go, well, you're getting old. What do you expect? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think those are signs and symptoms of getting old. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be. They are. If you don't take care of yourself, you're absolutely correct, but it doesn't have to be the norm doesn't have to be yeah so often it seems that the answer is just to to give a pill instead of looking at what the real problem is yes and then then they're not solving the real problem and then they get to have side effects from the medications and stuff right right yeah, yeah. and that's not to vilify doctors yeah they're no. doing the best they can with what they've got yes. yeah absolutely and, yes. and there's one thing i heard that i thought was a really good distinction and Doctors do a tremendous amount of work, and they're really great Western doctors at um, acute problems. Yes. Yeah. You and know, I mean, there's a heart attack. They're in there. They clear it. They're a stent. Yeah. Bam. But it's not really addressing the cardiovascular disease that caused it in the first place. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So what do you have to say about stress, people dealing with stress in their lives? We all deal with stress. Mm-hmm. It is a normal part of our lives, mm-hmm. and it cannot be avoided. So the most important thing to do is to create tools for stress management that work for you. Okay. And for each individual, that's going to be different. So for some people, it may be getting up in the morning and meditating before they get off to their day. Mm-hmm. For, for others, it may be coming home and taking 15 minutes of quiet time before you do homework and and children's and dinner and all the evening chaos with families and kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, for others, it may be exercising, and exercise is a wonderful way to manage stress. So, And if you don't have time 
to do it by yourself than engaging your children into exercise. Mm-hmm. So do it as a family, but create some a time of the day that you get out, walk, or enjoy um, an exercise video or something online, whatever works in your life and your schedule. Mm-hmm. So it's very similar to how we started off, and you're talking about mobility and finding a way to integrate it into a routine. It sounds to me like you're just really committed to finding a way to make it work for the person, so long as they're committed to yes. following through with it themselves. Yes. yes. Awesome. And you won't do it unless you love it. That's, yes. You certainly won't stick with it. That's right. <laughs> unless you have an accountability partner. That, well, that helps, although, you know, you can weasel your way out of that, too, if you, you really want to. You can. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon you must find your work tremendously satisfying when I do. you're able to help people overcome these kinds of things. I do. I sleep well at night when I, I know that I've made a difference in people's lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Very satisfying. Yes. Very satisfying. So if people want to have a consultation with you, they can go to your website, drlanzarata.com, and they could call you if they're not into doing that. Your phone number again? 530-889-9359. Awesome. I love this topic because I, you know, so many people who I love are, are dealing with major physical problems, health problems, and it's it's really the stuff that's more of a chronic nature. Yes. You know, if they broke their foot, they'd be able to go in and get their foot fixed and, and, and move past it. But it's the stuff that grinds on day after day and starts having, uh, causing limitations for the person. And the, the reality is that the bodies break down. They're like automobiles. And if you don't maintain them, then you're going to have problems. And it's not a matter of if you're going to have a health problem, it's a matter of when and how healthy are you when you go into a health crisis. Mm-hmm. The healthier you are if you have a heart attack, if you are healthy before you start, you recover. If you have cancer, you go in and you have a tumor removed. But if you're healthier going in, you're going to be healthier coming out on the other side. So it's really helpful for people to be proactive and not wait until there's a really big problem, but to get their body in a really good position. Yes, because environmentally, we're going to get happy. We're going to have disease. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been very informative. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the Impact Hour.